Chapters 14 to 16 of the Book of Mark from the World English Bible. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Book of Mark from the World English Bible. Chapters 14 to 16. Chapter 14. It was now two days before the feast of the Passover and the unleavened bread, and the chief priests and the scribes sought how they might seize him by deception and kill him. For they said, Not during the feast, because there might be a riot of the people. While he was at Bethany, in the house of Simon the leper, as he sat at the table there came a woman having an alabaster jar of ointment of pure nard, very costly. She broke the jar, and poured it over his head. But there were some who had indignation among themselves, saying, Why has this ointment been wasted? For this might have been sold for more than three hundred denarii, and given to the poor. They grumbled against her. But Jesus said, Leave her alone. Why do you trouble her? She has done a good work for me. For you always have the poor with you and whenever you want to you can do them good, but you will not always have me. She has done what she could, she has anointed my body beforehand for the burying. Most assuredly, I tell you, whenever this gospel may be preached throughout the whole world, that also which this woman has done will be spoken of for a memorial of her. Judas Iscariot, who was one of the twelve, went away to the chief priests, that he might deliver him to them. They, when they heard it, were glad, and promised to give him money. He sought how he might conveniently deliver him. On the first day of unleavened bread, when they sacrificed the Passover, his disciples asked him, Where do you want us to go and make ready that you may eat the Passover? He sent two of his disciples, and said to them, Go into the city, and there you will meet a man carrying a pitcher of water. Follow him, and wherever he enters in, tell the master of the house, The teacher says, Where is the guest room, where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will himself show you a large upper room, furnished and ready. Make ready for us there. His disciples went out and came into the city, and found things as he had said to them, and they prepared the Passover. When it was evening he came with the twelve. As they sat and were eating, Jesus said, Most assuredly I tell you, one of you will betray me, he who eats with me. They began to be sorrowful, and to ask him one by one, Surely not I? And another said, Surely not I? He answered them, It is one of the twelve, he who dips with me in the dish. For the Son of Man goes, even as it is written about him. But woe to that man through whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would be better for that man if he had not been born. As they were eating, Jesus took bread, and when he had blessed, he broke it, and gave to them, and said, Take, eat, this is my body. 
he took the cup, and when he had given thanks he gave to them. They all drank of it. He said to them, This is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for many. Most assuredly I tell you, I will no more drink of the fruit of the vine, until that day when I drink it anew in the kingdom of God. When they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Jesus said to them, All of you will be made to stumble because of me tonight, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered. However, after I am raised up, I will go before you into Galilee. But Peter said to him, Although all will be offended, yet I will not. Jesus said to him, Most assuredly I tell you, that you today, even this night, before the cock crows twice, you will deny me three times. But he spoke all the more, If I must die with you, I will not deny you. Likewise, they all said so. They came to a place which was named Gethsemane. He said to his disciples, Sit here while I pray. He took with him Peter, James, and John, and began to be greatly alarmed and distressed. He said to them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. Stay here and watch. He went forward a little, and fell on the ground, and prayed that, if it were possible, the hour might pass away from him. He said, Abba, Father, all things are possible to you. Please remove this cup from me. However, not what I want, but what you want. He came and found them sleeping, and said to Peter, Simon, are you sleeping? Couldn't you watch one hour? Watch and pray that you not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again he went away and prayed, saying the same words. Again he returned and found them sleeping, for their eyes were very heavy, and they didn't know what to answer him. He came the third time and said to them, Sleep on now and take your rest. It is enough. The hour has come. Behold, the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Arise, let us be going. Behold, he who betrays me is at hand. Immediately, while he was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, came, and with him a multitude with swords and clubs from the chief priests, the scribes, and the elders. Now he who betrayed him had given them a sign, saying, Whoever I will kiss, that is he, take him and lead him away safely. When he had come, immediately he came to him and said, Rabbi, Rabbi, and kissed him. They laid their hands on him and took him. But a certain one of those who stood by drew his sword and struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. Jesus answered them, Have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs to seize me? I was daily with you in the temple teaching, and you didn't arrest me. But this is so that the scriptures might be fulfilled." They all left him and fled. 
a certain young man followed with him, having a linen cloth thrown around him over his naked body. The young men grabbed him, but he left the linen cloth and fled from them naked. They led Jesus away to the high priest. There came together with him all the chief priests, the elders and the scribes. Peter had followed him afar off until he came into the court of the high priest. He was sitting with the officers and warming himself in the light of the fire. Now the chief priests and the whole council sought witnesses against Jesus to put him to death, and found none, for many gave false testimony against him, and their testimony didn't agree with each other. Some stood up and gave false testimony against him, saying, We heard him say, I will destroy this temple that is made with hands, and in three days I will build another made without hands. Even so their testimony did not agree. The high priest stood up in the midst and asked Jesus, Have you no answer? What is it which these testify against you? But he stayed quiet and answered nothing. Again the high priest asked him, Are you the Christ, the Son of the Blessed? Jesus said, I am. You will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of power and coming with the clouds of the sky. The high priest tore his clothes and said, What further need have we of witnesses? You have heard the blasphemy. What do you think? They all condemned him to be worthy of death. Some began to spit on him, and to cover his face, and to beat him with fists, and to tell him, Prophesy! The officers struck him with the palms of their hands. As Peter was beneath in the court, one of the maids of the high priest came, and seeing Peter warming himself, she looked at him and said, You were also with the Nazarene, Jesus. But he denied it, saying, I neither know nor understand what you are saying. He went out into the porch, and the cock crowed. The maid saw him and began again to tell those who stood by, This is one of them. But he again denied it. After a little while those who stood by said to Peter, You truly are one of them, for you are a Galilean, and your speech shows it. But he began to curse and to swear, I don't know this man of whom you speak. The cock crowed the second time. Peter remembered the word, how that Jesus said to him, Before the cock crows twice you will deny me three times. When he thought about that, he wept. Chapter 15 Immediately in the morning, the chief priests with the elders and scribes and the whole council held a consultation and bound Jesus and carried him away and delivered him up to Pilate. Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? He answered, So you say. The chief priests accused him of many things. Pilate again asked him, Have you no answer? See how many things they testify against you. But Jesus made no further answer, so Pilate marveled. Now at the feast he used to release to them one prisoner, whom they asked of him. 
There was one called Barabbas, bound with those who had made insurrection, men who in the insurrection had committed murder. The multitude, crying aloud, began to ask him to do as he always did for them. Pilate answered them, saying, Do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? For he perceived that for envy the chief priests had delivered him up. But the chief priests stirred up the multitude that he should release Barabbas to them instead. Pilate again asked them, What then should I do to him whom you call the king of Jews? They cried out again, Crucify him! Pilate said to them, Why, what evil has he done? But they cried out exceedingly, Crucify him! Pilate, wishing to please the multitude, released Barabbas to them, and delivered Jesus, when he had flogged him, to be crucified. The soldiers led him away within the court, which is the praetorium, and they called together the whole cohort. They clothed him with purple, and weaving a crown of thorns they put it on him. They began to salute him, Hail, King of the Jews! They struck his head with a reed, and spat on him, and bowing their knees did homage to him. When they had mocked him, they took the purple off him, and put his own garments on him. They led him out to crucify him. They compelled one passing by, coming from the country, Simon of Cyrene, the father of Alexander and Rufus, to go with them, that he might bear his cross. They brought him to the place called Golgotha, which is, being interpreted, the place of a skull. They offered him wine mixed with myrrh to drink, but he didn't take it. Crucifying him, they parted his garments among them, casting lots on them, what each should take. It was the third hour, and they crucified him. The superscription of his accusation was written over him, the king of the Jews. With him they crucified two robbers, one on his right hand and one on his left. The scripture was fulfilled, which says, He was numbered with transgressors. Those who passed by blasphemed him, wagging their heads and saying, Ha! You who destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself and come down from the cross. Likewise also the chief priests, mocking among themselves with the scribes, said, He saved others, he can't save himself. Let the Christ, the King of Israel, now come down from the cross that we may see and believe him. Those who were crucified with him reproached him. When the sixth hour had come, there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. At the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which is being interpreted, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Some of those who stood by, when they heard it, said, Behold, he calls Elijah. One ran, and filling a sponge full of vinegar, put it on a reed, and gave it to him to drink, saying, Let him be. Let's see whether Elijah comes to take him down. Jesus cried out with a loud voice and gave up the spirit. 
the veil of the temple was torn in two from the top to the bottom. When the centurion, who stood by opposite him, saw that he cried out like this and breathed his last, he said, Truly this was the Son of God. There were also women watching from afar, among whom were both Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James the Less and of Joseph, and Salome, who, when he was in Galilee, followed him and served him, and many other women who came up with him to Jerusalem. When evening had now come, because it was the preparation, that is, the day before the Sabbath, Joseph of Arimathea, a member of the council of honourable estate, who also himself was looking for the kingdom of God, came. He boldly went into Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. Pilate marvelled if he were already dead, and calling to him the centurion, he asked him whether he had been dead for a while. When he learned it from the centurion, he granted the body to Joseph. He bought a linen cloth, and taking him down, wound him in the linen cloth, and laid him in a tomb which had been cut out of a rock. He rolled a stone against the door of the tomb. Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Joseph, saw where he was laid. Chapter 16 When the Sabbath was past, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James, and Salome, bought spices, that they might come and anoint him. Very early on the first day of the week they came to the tomb when the sun had risen. They were saying among themselves, Who will roll away the stone from the door of the tomb for us? For it was very big. Looking up, they saw that the stone was rolled back. Entering into the tomb, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, dressed in a white robe, and they were amazed. He said to them, Don't be amazed. You seek Jesus, the Nazarene, who has been crucified. He has risen. He is not here. Behold the place where they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter, He goes before you into Galilee. There you will see him, as he said to you. They went out and fled from the tomb, for trembling and astonishment had come on them. They said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. Now when he had risen early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, from whom he had cast out seven demons. She went and told those who had been with him, as they mourned and wept. When they heard that he was alive and had been seen by her, they disbelieved. After these things he was revealed in another form to two of them as they walked on their way into the country. They went away and told it to the rest. They didn't believe them either. Afterward he was revealed to the eleven themselves as they sat at the table, and he rebuked them for their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they didn't believe those who had seen him after he had risen. He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to the whole creation. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who disbelieves will be condemned.
These signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons, they will speak with new languages, they will take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it will in no way hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. So then, the Lord Jesus, after he had spoken to them, was received up into heaven, and sat down at the right hand of God. They went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them, and confirming the word by the signs that followed. Amen. End of chapter 16 End of the Book of Mark